Welcome to the Word of Life Ministry Wednesday night Bible study via conference call. I am your host, Elder Lorraine Hopkins. Our church is located at 1600 Conley Road in Conley, Georgia, 30288. We invite you to take advantage of our food pantry services on Thursdays between the hours of 10 a.m. and 12 noon and on Saturdays between the hours of noon and 2 p.m. Our weekly conference calls provide a platform for our supporting ministerial staff to share a message of hope and life with the people of God in relation to our church's monthly topic of study. We hope that you enjoy today's service and find something in it that resonates within your heart and drives your love and passion towards our Savior. We also hope that this message enhances your knowledge of God's word and your personal relationship with our Heavenly Father. So sit back, relax, take plenty of notes and enjoy the word. Thank you so much for joining us today. God bless. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, How exciting it is to be back among the saints tonight, uh, to hear a word from the Lord, and to be in fellowship with each and every one of you. Uh, We welcome the Holy Spirit to be in our midst. We give honor uh, where honor is due to our senior pastor, Elder Dr. Shelley D. Boone II, to the elders of the gospel, Elder Lorraine Hopkins, Elder Bernice Owens, Elder Janice Brown, Elder Shavani Bacar Chris, and to Elder Earl Respert, to our ministers, Minister Shadu Izubane and Minister Denise Glanton, uh, <clears throat> to our deacons, Deacon Willie Brown, Deacon Charles Chris, Deacon Tommy Green. Deacon-elect Kane Ferguson, and to Deacon-elect uh, Eric Fears, to all of our ushers, uh, ministers, uh, pastors, Pastor Nelson, uh, Reverend Moses Blanton, uh, to the musicians, the ushers, the videography ministry, to all of our youth and to all of our visitors and, and friends. We just thank God that he has divinely appointed this night that we will all be together to hear what the Spirit of God has to say to us. Uh, it is indeed an honor. We ask God to continue to strengthen. Uh, just a few minutes ago, we were coming off the road, and we are so great coming from Tennessee, and we're just so grateful to God for his traveling grace and mercy. Um, just just forever thankful to him and just Stand in assurance that he's always with us. Uh, I am excited about the subject for the month, uh, which is portion. And we're going to go to the book of Lamentations. I like to start with the key scripture. And usually the Lord may give me revelation to add just a few other uh, other uh, uh, scriptures with the key scripture. So we're going to go to Lamentations chapter 3, and we're going to start at uh, verse 21, and the Lord will have us go to 25. Verse 21, this I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. 
They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, said my soul. Therefore will I hope in him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seek him. That's the blessed word of the Lord. Let us pray. O kind and merciful Heavenly Father, we come humbly before you, O God. We come with thanksgiving. We come with repentance, God. We come, God, just glorifying you and honoring you and exalting your name here on the earth and in the heavens, O God. We come, God, just being full of joy that we have once again been allowed to come before your holy presence just to hear and to study and to get increase in knowledge of your word, God. God, I'm just an empty vessel, God. I ask that you fill me up with your holy presence. Speak mightily through these lips of clay. I decrease completely, God. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable unto you, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. For our subject tonight, I would like to use similar to the, the key subject for the month. Uh, I'd I just like to add, the Lord thy God is our portion. The Lord thy God is our portion. Uh, before we get into the um, to the the meat of the script of the of the of the message, I'll say, I just want to speak briefly on what portion means. Now we're so familiar with the word portion because uh, the uh, the the if we think of some of the scriptures uh, throughout the Bible that have been used, the word portion has been used. One that typically comes to mind is that the prodigal son asks for his portion from his father. And um, we, so that kind of tells us or gives us a hint that portion means inheritance. He wanted his inheritance from his father so that he could – he didn't want to wait until it was time for him to get it, but he wanted it uh, early. So he wanted his inheritance. But the writer here specifically uh, is referring to the Lord as being his allotment, as being his source of security. So it's a, a, a taking a different uh, perspective of the word uh, portion. Uh, so God, another way of saying it is God is the, the, the strength of my, of my life, the source of my security. He's, in this case, our hope. My God. Um, the writer here, as we go on, we would see that uh, he implies that the, that the Lord thy God is the source of all of our happiness and that he's the source of all of our blessings. And, yes, that does in, in, include the inheritance. For the kingdom of heaven is our inheritance. My God. Um, so I get excited when I think about that. Now, we know that Jeremiah, who was quite commonly known as a weeping prophet, was the writer of Lamentations. And as he wrote the book of Lamentations, he began to gaze, if you will, or look upon his beloved Jerusalem. And what he saw was 
uh, mass destruction, and he saw ashes, and he saw rubble, and he understood fully that the Babylonian armies had completely destroyed and burned his favorite city, which was Zion. Zion, we know, was known as the city of God. And not only had they burned the city, utterly destroying the city, they had taken its inhabitants, the people of God, into captivity. That would be the Israelites, my God. Hallelujah. And whereas if you look at the tone of the first two chapters of this book, it, it, it would be easy to question the faithfulness of God, and I'll elaborate on that in a minute. But through, through this teaching, we see that Jeremiah, this prophet of God, he looked toward heaven and he said to God in one of those verses I just read, he says, great is thy faithfulness. So, so, and that's in verse 23. So regardless of what had transpired, how how doomed uh, the Israelites looked at the beginning of the of, of those first two chapters. When we get to the third chapter, we begin to see uh, a glimpse of light. And unbeknown to me, on Sunday I minister on the subject from dust from dust to dawn. So when I say the beginning of light, if you were I uh, had the opportunity to be a part or to listen to the pod, well, podcast isn't up yet, but I know it's coming up. Um, you would know that uh, when we talk about a glimpse of light, we know that that is the beginning of dawn. Um, I actually didn't know what the subject was going to be for this month, but what I did uh, minister on Sunday was what the Lord gave me. So I'm so glad that he gave us a a, a prelude, if you will, or an appetizer concerning this subject uh, when he gave me from dusk to dawn. Um, this chapter, this third chapter, it starts with the sad complaint of God's displeasure and the consequences of God being displeased. And that's what you'll find in verse 1 through 20. But then Jeremiah, because God is so gracious, he's so good, and he's so mindful of his people, and he don't want us to lose all hope, my God. He impressed upon uh, the prophet Jeremiah uh, that you got to give some words of comfort to my people because they are in trouble, they are in distress, my God, and they need to be comforted. And that's just how good it is. God is. He will only let us um, look at our dark situations for so long. And he knows what we can bear. He knows how much we can bear. And he knows when to send a solution to the situation. And he's always on time. I, I, I have tried and, and found him to always be on time. My God. Now, when I read this particular uh, chapter, of Lamentation, actually the whole book of Lamentations, um, I began to think of, you know, the things that we are confronted with in this life. Uh, and if we, if the truth be told, that there are really so many hidden occurrences, even in our best planning, 
There are hidden things that come up. There are things that come up that sometimes the hidden things are not always so bad. They can be hidden uh, times of celebration. Uh, it can be hidden joy that, you know, we weren't expecting to be this happy about a situation. But there are other times when uh, those hidden uh, situations are full of trouble. They're full of worry and pain. And we must often ask ourselves, when it comes my way, when, when this gloom and doom come my way, whatever it may be, how am I going to maneuver successfully through these situations? Because God says we are, we are victors. We're not victims. We're victors. Uh, and we will be victorious of all of our trials if we just faint not. Hallelujah. So Jeremiah points out in today's message that God will be faithful to us regardless. And each day when we wake up, no matter what we may be faced with, and Lord, and lo and behold, and Lord have mercy, we thank him that he allows us. And so far we have been able to rise every morning. Uh, and our clock has not run out on this earthly world. But every day that we wake up, God, is he has already taken care of us. He's more than willing. He's more than able to take care of us no matter what we are confronted with. And we must know, we must get it down in our spirits and our souls that his grace, his strength, and his love have to be um, as much a part of our daily uh, life as breathing. Yes, in him we move, we breathe, we have our being. That's right. And that whatever life brings, the Lord our God will be right there to guide us and to sustain us every step of the way. Now, when I looked at, I started at verse 21 because uh, 21 gave me what I would call a reality check, uh, almost like a desperate reality. And we find that Jeremiah here, uh, he this this becomes the turning point, if you will, the beginning of the turning point, because if you read the first 20 verses of Chapter 3 and even the first two chapters preceding, you will see that it was so full of trouble. It was just, it was like God had just chewed us up and spit us out of his mouth. My God, he was displeased with the nation of Israel. Israel was known for turning their backs on the living God. They were known that in spite of of their teachings, that they were oftentimes just stray, you know, and, and many of us do that in life, unfortunately. But the good thing of it is that God always uh, uh, orders us back into the fold. We get back in the right standing of God, I pray. Uh, but in the beginning of verse of verse 23, it becomes the turning point. And that's where Jeremiah says that he recalls to his mind. Recalling means remembering something that has already occurred, a recall, a remembrance of something that has already uh, taken place. And he said, here he says, because he's able to really stop and, and examine the situation, he had to come to his senses and know that 
I can't lose hope. We dare not lose hope. Even if the situation um, is so grim and dim that the enemy, the adversary, will try to block our view of hope, we have to recall to our minds what God's promises are, the fact that God has done it so many things for us once, and he's the same God. If he did it once, he'll do it again, my God. And so in spite of the fact that Jeremiah, he had gone through outward affliction, he had had inward turmoil, and he had gone into despair, he began to force himself to bring truth to the forefront of his mind. And that, that, that takes willpower. We have to will ourselves. Let's not think of the negative, not think of how bad the situation, but recall the goodness of God. We have to reset our minds. We have to, it's almost like restarting uh, a computer. Our, our mind is like a computer, really. So it's restarting the computer. Sometimes we have to just uh, put a uh, shutdown to get all that negative stuff out the way and then hit the restart button. And, and just start fresh because Jeremiah realized that if he had continued to focus on the things that he spoke of under the unctioning of the Holy Spirit, being a prophet of God, if he had focused on those things that were filling his mind from verse uh, 1 through uh, 20, hallelujah, he, 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 he understood that he had to, have a, a, a mind reset because he remembered that if, if I just keep thinking of this negative stuff, my soul is going to remain downcast, and after a while I'm going to become stuck in a situation that perhaps I may never come out of, my God, or I may come out of it uh, not whole, my God, hallelujah. In order to break out of the pattern and cycle of despair, regardless of what that challenge may be, and we know life is so full of, of them, of, of so many things, he needed to be diligent, vigilant about what he allowed himself to think about. He needed to bring other things into his mind. He needed to call them up from his memory, uh, and, and, and therefore, he reaches the point here where he says, yes, this I recall to my mind. Therefore, have I hope. Hallelujah. And what Jeremiah did was something that we need to do when we are confronted with situations that, uh, that present darkness before us, that weigh us down, feel like a ton is laying on us, a, 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 a whole brick building, if you will, the chains are just just tying us down. We need to engage our will and purposely and deliberately start focusing on things other than our own problems. We have to start focusing on God's word, stop focusing on God's truth, stop focusing on God's promises. We have to even just remember a time in our own lives. And if you've never had such a time, when God demonstrated his grace and mercy to you, then think about when God 
did it for someone that you know. We have to push God's faithfulness to the front of our minds. When the enemy tries to, uh, uh, he tries to push it to the back of our minds, so far to the back that we forget how faithful God has been to us. Hallelujah. And when we begin to willingly will ourselves to focus on the goodness of the Lord and all that he's already done for us, my God, and even if he doesn't do another thing, he's already done enough. But when we do that, God will begin to restore hope in our lives. And he starts um, crowding out the, the, that, that spirit of hopelessness that threatens to completely, utterly destroy our lives. We know that the thief come but to steal, kill, and destroy. But we also know that the great I am come that we may have life and have it more abundantly. My God. So, yes, um, Jeremiah decided that he had to recall to his mind, and therefore, because of the recalling to his mind, he had hope. And so he made a conscious decision. This is the second point. So he he, he did the reality check, and then he made a a conscious decision uh, to to rely on God. Hallelujah. And, and he did that by, um, uh, by, by saying that, hey, it's because of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. So, again, he starts replacing desperation with affirmation, my God. So he, instead of uh, remaining in a desperate state, he starts affirming just how good God is. He said, you know, God. If if God really wanted to destroy us, he could. If he wanted uh, these things to overtake and consume us, they would. But because God allows us to wake up with the breath of life every day and face our troubles as well as our victories, we know that his compassion fell not. And then he goes on and he said that they are renewed every morning. And that's when he says, great is thy faithfulness. Hallelujah. And then he even starts uh, in verse 22 telling us why, why we can rely on God. He says that because God loves us so much. He said, oh, my God. He said because of that God loves us, my God. And, and, and uh, uh, he said because. Verse 22, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit here. He said, because of God's great love, we are not consumed. Uh, and, and if God didn't love us, our sins alone would consume us. If it was not for God's loving kindness, we would walk closer to the edge, and some of us may even jump over the edge, my God. And we know, really, I know we often hear the saying that there's a thin line between love and hate, but there is a thin line between disaster and prosperity. There's a thin line between disaster, prosperity, and prosperity. There's a thin line between joy and sorrow. There's a thin line between laughter and tears. And there's even a thin line between life and death because we don't have to die a physical death and still be dead if we choose to wallow in our sorrows and in our problems. 
And yeah, and is it easy? No, it's not easy. But with God on our side, we can get through it. And when we stand and remember that God is not has not utterly destroyed us, that should renew our hope in the fact that God's great love, a word which is rich in meaning, his loyal love, his faithful love, will not let us go because he does not operate on our emotions, but he act, he, he operates on an act of his will. Hallelujah. God will stick by his people, the people that that not only has he chosen us, but we chose him too, my God, because we decide to surrender to him. We decide to cast our cares on him. We decide to give it all to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And as bad as we often think that things are, if it weren't for God, my God, things would be much worse. And there are some situations that we are confronted with that uh, we can't even imagine them being much worse, my God. But if it wasn't for God on our side, they would be, my God, hallelujah. And we just thank him today for his compassion, for his mercy, my God, hallelujah. There will come a time when we will need God to breathe on us. We need a fresh wind to come our way. And when that happens, God does send the fresh wind. He sends the north wind, the south wind, the east wind, the west wind. And he begins to breathe on us. He breathes on us with his love, with his grace, and with his compassion. And as it blows across our souls, y'all, it gives us the strength. It gives us the fortitude. It gives us the fight that we need, my God, to, to, to continue on in God. God never wants to cut us off, my God. He wants us to stay connected to him. And we must understand that when these situations come and we're asking God, hey, God, I need a portion. I need a portion of renewed hope. God, I need a new portion of knowing that you are all I need. God, I need a portion of your peace, God. My God. And as this began to happen, God will supply that which we need. My God. And God, he gives us what we need for today. My God. We can, we can, we can, we can attest to that when we think about the manner that he gave the children of Israel when they were complaining about what they were eating, he gave them manna for that day, my God. He didn't store it up and tell them. In fact, when they tried to store it up, it rotted. And so when we're so um, combated in our minds that, God, I'm going to start worrying about tomorrow because I'm okay today, but tomorrow I got a new set of issues, we have to know that God will give us what we need for today. And if we need more of something for today, God will give us more. And if we need something else for today, God will give us that something else as well. There's nothing that we truly need for today that God will withhold from us if we just trust him. Hallelujah. 
this whole verse 23 here that says that um that 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 uh it, this verse 23 that talks about God's faithfulness it is the hope that we have for living we're going to live all the days of our appointed life serving him even in the midst of chaos and confusion and in suffering because great is God's faithfulness. And lastly, people of God, I want to mention this, that when we get to verse 24, we have to understand the reliability of God. He is our security. Hallelujah. Jeremiah said it so eloquently throughout Lamentations. He said, and I'm paraphrasing again, he says, although I see devastation all around me. He said, although I feel heaviness within me, and although I may deserve, I deserve, I ain't going to say may, I deserve to be consumed and wiped out totally. And he was not only speaking of himself, he was speaking of, um, of the of the nation of Israel at large, my God, the Israelites. He said, in spite of that, you are faithful and merciful to me, my God. Hallelujah. So he understood that and he could reflect not only upon the mercy of God, but he could reflect upon the satisfaction that he found in God in verse 24. In verse 24, our key scripture, it says, The Lord is my portion, said my soul. Therefore, I have hope in him. And people of God, there is no greater hope than knowing that God is totally reliable. He is is our security. He has been and always will be reliable. God will never fail us. We have to bind the hands of the enemy when he try to get in our heads and tell us something that is quite contrary to what God's word says. Hallelujah. We see throughout the Bible people facing various types of problems, some that we're going through today. One with uh, Some may be lack, some may be illnesses, some may be diagnosis, some may be just uh, 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 warfare in our minds and in our bodies, but um, we can't stay and think like Jeremiah did. At at one time, he he went through a period where he thought he he saw God as seemingly like his enemy, but thank God he came to his senses. He even thought that God had shut out his prayers. If you go back and read that chapter. And he felt that God was hunting him down. And, uh, but, because, but as he expressed sorrow, hallelujah, he began to see a light, the break of the dawn, the breaking of the dawn, that pierced the darkness and that restored his hope in the Lord. It is our prayer tonight, it is my prayer, that we, that we do not become faint and weary. And where we need staying power, where we need super endurance, where we need strengthening power, that the Lord thy God would grant us that because we already know that he is the all-powerful God. Hallelujah. 
And even though there are times when our feelings will fluctuate, we know that God is the unchangeable God. He doesn't change because we're, you know, we're in our feelings, my God. Hallelujah. But we have to remain as God to get us back in the state of being steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, my God. And so Jeremiah brings encouragement to us tonight. Hallelujah. And we are encouraged by this prophet, by God's word, to live for God, and, for, and that our strength for the present and hope for the future are not based upon the stability of our own perseverance, but it's upon the uh, assurance of God himself. No matter what our needs are, we can count on our God, the Lord thy God, who is our portion to be faithful, hallelujah, and to remember that he will never abandon us. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your great love. We thank you for your compassion, God. We thank you for our portion, God, even in our moments of fear, oh God. Hallelujah. Even through our tears, God, we can see, we can see clearly that you are still faithful, God. You have always been faithful to us. We ask, oh God, that we give you first place always in our lives. And that allow us to be faithful to you, God. We praise and thank you for the many, many demonstrations of your faithfulness, God. Help us to recall them to our mind, God, that we might have even greater hope in you during the rest of our lives and even during this season. We bless your holy name, God. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening in to today's message. We hope that this service blessed your life. Please come back and join us again next time. Have a great day. God bless.